Welcome to Young's Court Podcast, episode 18. Um, trying something new, live video today for the first time on Instagram Live as well. So I'll get live feedback, which will be great. Um, I'm very interested to see um, what people will be saying. So let's start off with today's headlines. We have Kenny Atkinson out as Nets coach. Um, is LeBron this year's MVP? The playoff race out west, March Madness. I love March Madness. And five players to watch. And an updated NBA power rankings. Uh, just quick plug again. Happy Women's History Month. Um, there are currently right now 11 women's assistant coaches in the NBA. And it's not talked about enough. And it's definitely not talk, talked about enough. The women's game, the WNBA, uh, college women's basketball, um, basketball opportunities abroad. And um, we're starting to get a lot of women coaching uh, in multiple sports, not just the NBA. And, you know, that's great to see. Um, so my Nets, uh, that's first up to talk about. Uh, Kenny Atkinson, four years as the Nets head coach. Um, the, the Nets and, and him agreed to mutually, uh, mutually agreed to part ways. And uh, last year's team, 42 and 40, uh, I thought uh, Kenny Atkinson did a great job as the head coach. And he was really great in player development. So it's really confusing and, and odd why um, they just got rid of. What's up, Freddie? It's really confusing and odd why uh, the Nets decided to get rid of that coach. And uh, the GM, Sean Marks, says the Nets need a new voice. Uh, but I think the timing was terrible. You know, the Nets uh, seventh in the East right now. And um, I think they would have had a good chance in the first round if they didn't get Milwaukee. Um, but now, you know, getting rid of their head coach this late in the season really looks um, for fans and, and the players. It, it really is kind of a disappointment because uh, we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the season. Um, we have Jock Vaughn stepping in as as the Nets head coach, and, and he got his first win under his belt um, against the Bulls without Zach Levine playing. And I'm just interested to see where the Nets are going. And, um, you know, the talk around the league is that the new players, KD and Kyrie, kind of helped force, um, you know, the to get a new head coach. And uh, I think we should just let him ride it out for the season, but only time will tell. All right, so the Lakers, um, next to talk about them, uh, two big games back-to-back for LeBron, actually three uh, big games for the Lakers. Anthony Davis was really um, another huge factor in their three wins against Philly, Milwaukee, and the L.A. Clippers. Um, he's definitely the most important player to LeBron this season, Anthony Davis, and his success and the Lakers' success really um, is focused on if Anthony Davis plays well in the playoffs um, and uh, those wins over Milwaukee and the Clippers were really big wins for for the Lakers. I didn't think they could beat both of those teams. I thought Milwaukee maybe. I think Giannis got hurt, um, you know, in the fourth. He hurt his knee, and, and that was um, a little deflating from Milwaukee because they've lost a few games now. And the Clippers, that was a big win um, for them to get over the hump. The Clippers just have a better roster on paper. Definitely their bench, but you know if if LeBron and AD play well, uh, they can uh, definitely win a championship this year. So the next question is LeBron the favorite for the MVP? Um, I will go ahead and say as of now, no. Um, just because of Giannis's numbers, 
Uh, and, and the fact that Milwaukee is the best team, he's averaging 30 points and 14 rebounds a game. Um, LeBron's averaging a ridiculous 27 points, 11 assists, and about eight rebounds a game. Um, both of them are, are right there neck and neck for MVP, but um, I think we got to look at LeBron, and people will look at LeBron and say this far along um, in his career to have played so many seasons and to be doing what he's doing, and we have to give him real consideration um, to be the MVP. Um, and we don't know if the Bucks are going to start to rest Giannis now with this knee injury um, and, and what's going to happen for the rest of the season. Only about 20 games left. So the Lakers, um, next we're going to talk about, well, first let me just say someone's definitely going to get snubbed uh, this year for the MVP, whether it's LeBron, Giannis, they do two players. Harden's having a ridiculous season, but nobody's really talking about that because there's a lot of things going on in Houston. But I'm very interested to see who gets the MVP this season, a very coveted award with many people that um, probably only two that deserve it and a bunch of other people that um, are right there. All right. So next, uh, the, the race in the West for uh, the playoffs. Um, so many teams locked in between two and seven. We know the Lakers, they have a six and a half game lead right now um, for the West, uh, the first seed. And um, anyone else can really move into that second and second to seventh spot, like I said, which has been shuffling around all season. And uh, we have Memphis in the eighth seed, and I think that's a, a terrible matchup for for uh, Memphis and a really good matchup for the Lakers. I, w- I think the fans would love to see uh, the Lakers get matched up with the Pelicans, and that would be, uh, you know, great for basketball also to see Zion in his first season, what he's done in limited action, um, play against LeBron, and then what we've seen in and that and when they played against each other, they matched up. It was very entertaining basketball, even with the Lakers. And LeBron put on a show and showed why um, he's still one of the best players in the league. Uh, moving on to uh, my top five players to watch this March Madness. Uh, love college basketball. Huge basketball fan overall. And uh, the first player um, at number five I have is uh, Tyrese Maxey on Kentucky. Uh, shooting guard very skilled. Um, he's not uh, He's not putting up huge numbers right now, but I look for him to have a breakout NCAA tournament and also SEC tournament. And uh, Emmanuel Quickly has been playing very well for them as well. At four, I have Vernon Carey of Duke. Um, he was just named Rookie of the Year in the ACC, and he's having a great year. And, and not enough people talk about him as being a high draft pick. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see if he um, – gets drafted in that lottery um, or has a good run in the ACC and the NCAA tournament to move up into that top 10 because he, he can do a lot of things. At three, I have Devon Dotson of Kansas, um, pro- arguably the best point guard in the nation. Um, nobody talks about Kansas that much. They are the number one team in the nation. Maybe it's because they're out in the Midwest. Um, we don't get to see all of their games, but a lot of the games actually are on national TV. And he is a very good player stud. He can score, he can pass, um, has a good big man that he plays along with. And uh, Devon Dotson is a name that people will definitely be talking about um, after the March Madness. Um, number two, um, I'm actually right across from, when I look this way, I'm the Prudential Center, and Miles um, Powell has had a great career at Seton Hall. And I just want to see if he can continue it and he can give one of those runs like Kemba did 
not so long ago and just run through the Big East tournament and put up ridiculous numbers to lead um, Seton Hall to a Big East championship and, and deep into the tournament. I don't know if they have the talent to win um, national championship, but it will be entertaining to see Moss Powell putting up the numbers he's put up all season. And at number one, I have Obi Toppin of Dayton. Uh, it's just ridiculous. He's going through his legs on fast breaks. Uh, he's windmilling every game. Uh, really like what he's done uh, for basketball. Obi Toppin of Dayton. That is a name that will definitely creep up in the NCAA tournament and probably be a, a high pick in the NBA draft. All right, last I have uh, my NBA power rankings uh, for this week, this past week. I have um, at number 10, Oklahoma City. I watched a great game um, the other night where they played Boston. And uh, Chris Paul is just people forget that he is one of the best point guards in the league. Um, played very well and definitely down the stretch made some some clutch shots. Actually watching uh, ESPN right now and they're talking about um, Boston's struggles. But they had a tough schedule um, recently in, in late February into March. Um, at number nine. Um, I have Utah, 41-22, five-game winning streak. Uh, this team had a huge winning streak also. Uh, no, don't end it, Team Bron. <laughs> People are saying Team Bron. Um, Utah had a huge winning streak when they got Jordan Clarkson, and uh, we never know which, uh, uh, which Utah team we're going to get. They have a lot of new pieces, um, but this is a dangerous team. Good bench, not a great bench. Um it all depends on what their matchup is. They're fourth in the West right now. So that four or five game is very tough in the playoffs in the West. And that's probably going to give you a second round matchup with the Lakers if you can even get out. And Utah does not match up with the Lakers to, uh, well with the Lakers, um, in my opinion. Uh, at eight, we have Miami, 40 and 23. Uh, Eastern Conference hopefuls and uh, challengers of the Bucks. Um I like Miami. I like their depth. I like their shooting. I like Jimmy Butler. He's very tough. Brings a great culture to Miami. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if they can get past Milwaukee. Um, you know, in the East, it's all about getting uh, the second or the third seed, so you avoid playing Milwaukee in the second round. Uh, you really want to try to get them after they played a few series, and hopefully, maybe they have some injuries. We don't know what's going on with Giannis right now. But uh, Miami, uh, I, I like their roster and what they've done. At seven in my power rankings, I have Houston, 39-23. Uh, very hot after the All-Star break. Russell Westbrook is coming on very strong. Um, losers of, sh of three straight, though. Very bad loss also at New York. Uh, I was watching that game live. And uh, we just don't know. Will this uh, strategy work of the three and D, the small ball? Um, you know, it, it has its nights where it looks really good and they're scoring tons of points. And then it has its other nights where they're not shooting well. And, uh, you know, that happened against the Clippers and they got blown out. So in the playoffs for them, it's about matchups. Uh, you got to play a team uh, like Denver. I think they could play well against Denver, Utah. Houston does not match up well with teams like the Lakers and Clippers. Um, although some sports analysts, basketball analysts think that they match up well with basically every other team in the West, I would definitely disagree with that. Um, at six, I have Denver, 42 and 21, holding on to the third seed in the West. And uh, 
this is definitely the NBA's uh, most underappreciated team. No one thinks this team has a legit chance to win the championship. And uh, I struggle to, to understand why. Um, last year, best record uh, in the West. And, uh, you know, this year, I think with we, we saw a little bit of Michael Porter Jr. We've seen um, Jeremy Grant step in. They have players. Um, they're very deep also. This is, a team that, this is a team that is primed for a long run in the playoffs. Uh, but this year, you know, it's all about the L.A. team. So um, I'm interested to see what happens with Denver. At five, I have Boston. I just talked about the tough loss to Oklahoma City at home. Um, but this team has proven um, that they are a viable threat to get out of the East this year. I really think uh, a seven-game series with Milwaukee uh, fits them very well um, because they can shoot. They have multiple players that can play defense. I think they can throw the most guys at Giannis um, next to Miami um, in the East because you can put Jalen Brown on him. You can put a little bit of Jason Tatum on him. You can put a little bit of Gordon Hayward, uh, Semi Ojale off the bench. Um, I like Daniel Tice on him. So it's a bunch of guys you can throw at Giannis. And they can get out and, and guard a three-pointer. That's what Milwaukee's really good at. So I'm, I'm looking at Boston and saying uh, this is a team that on, on paper uh, should be just as good as anybody else in the East. Um, but only the playoffs and, and time will tell. Um, I keep saying in the East and the West, it's always, you know, in the any playoff scenario, any sport, it's always good to, to get the best seed possible. Um, but for Boston and, and a team like Denver – a team like like uh, Utah, you want to creep into that two or three spot so you can avoid, um, you know, having to play the one seed in the second round. At four, have Toronto. Um, I, I at, at the beginning of the season, I didn't know if Toronto was going to be good um, after losing Kawhi, uh, but they had a solid, uh, another solid week. Um, big win last night at Denver, um, and great contributions from guys off their bench. Um, Norman Powell, healthy now. Really like what he's been doing. Um, really impressed with Toronto and uh, Terrence Davis as well. Um, we all know Pascal Siakam is having a, a, a great, a great season, and Kyle Lowry as well. Um, thanks, Coach Aldero. Um, appreciate you. Um, so at three in my power rankings, I have uh, the Clippers. 43 and 20. This was a team that I had as my number one team in my power rankings, um, my podcast for many uh, weeks, uh, most of the season. And they're playing even better basketball now than they were playing before. And they added so many new pieces. So they're still getting adjusted, uh, you know, to playing with all those new pieces. And uh, I think by the end of the season, uh, the Clippers are going to be the best team. But for now, um, they're, they're trying to mold all these new guys together, and, and it just hasn't really worked from, from game to game, and I think that's what they ran into when they played the Lakers. But uh, I really like the Clippers uh, to make a long run in the playoffs. And at two, I have uh, Milwaukee. Uh, they're losers of three of the last four games, uh, really struggling. Uh, they actually had a tough game at Phoenix, but they didn't really play any of their roster. So Milwaukee is still one of the best teams in the league. Um, Giannis in this knee sprain uh, is really a concern to see how healthy he is. Um, but, you know, with the best record in the NBA, and but the Lakers are, are creeping. 
Um, they, you know, they're in the East. It's like if you get the one seed in the East, uh, you get Orlando or you get the Nets. Uh, that's kind of a gimme series. And then um, from there, I'm very interested to see what Milwaukee does. And at one, I have uh, the Lakers uh, wins, big wins last week, wins over uh, the other two best teams in the league, the Clippers and Milwaukee. And they're proving right now that they're one of the strongest teams, um, you know, down to the finish. And uh, I, I think, you know, between the Lakers and Clippers, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Let me answer this question, though. The Clippers are going, aren't going to be the best team. They have no chemistry. Oh, that is really good. Um, so I'm going to answer that. Clippers, yes, don't really have much chemistry now. But with 20 games left in the, in the season, um, that's plenty of time to build chemistry. Um, they were coming on well when Paul George just came back these last few games. And then they ran into a roadblock uh, when they played the Lakers. And, and you got to look at the Lakers and you got to say LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to make plays down the stretch. Can Kawhi and Paul George make more plays? Um, I feel like they can. Uh, and, and I feel like the other guys on the team's got to step up and be better. They got no contribution from really anyone else um, besides Harold. Um, Patrick Beverly didn't have a good game. Um, Marcus Morris, um, he has not been shooting well since um, he got traded or, or, or he signed with the Clippers. Um, and we, we got to see – you know, if they're going to they're going to match up well. But I really like the Clippers. All right. Just wanted to thank, uh, you know, people for watching my first live video. Uh, I think I'm going to try to do a few more. I got some good feedback on here. And uh, thanks for listening to my podcast.